When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1119. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and while I do narrate relationship content on the other days of the week here on Saturdays, I answer your own questions about how to improve upon the relationships you're having in your own lives, whether those relationships be with others or with yourself. And today's question will be more towards the self. Uh, Our asker today is having a hard time taking his mind off work, and it's getting in the way of his ability to take care of himself mentally and physically. He goes on to say that he loves his job, but still changes have to be made. So let's take the question now and optimize your life. I work too much. I love what I do, but I just can't shut it down. This cuts into my private life. I don't work out enough. I just need to learn how to turn it off and dedicate my downtime to taking better care of myself. All right, wonderful question. Love to see you taking the initiative on this, uh, rather than watching idly by. This is certainly a question more people could ask of themselves, as productivity becomes more of an addiction for one reason or another. And when I say one reason or another, I mean that. Uh, There really is a long list of reasons why we might rely on work too much and have a hard time escaping it. I'll start that discussion in a little while, though. That would be a discussion about how to handle this internally. So first, I want to talk about what kind of external changes you might want to consider for this. So externally, uh, it depends on whether you're working remotely or in the office. Separating work life from personal life seems to be an ongoing struggle for those who are working from home, as well as those who are like entrepreneurs. So if you're working from home, it can go a really long way to uh, mimic the work environment. That means being serious about certain work hours, starting right at 9 and calling it quits right at 5 if that's the schedule you need. It means having a dress code that's appropriate for work and maybe not having any crossover with what you'd wear outside of work. It means having an office or a space that you use exclusively for work and nothing else if you can help it. And that space should have no distractions, right? No more TV or phone usage than you'd be allowed to have if you were working from the office. What we're basically talking about is creating well-known rules and structure surrounding work. So any other guidelines that you can think of that you'd have to follow if you were in the office will be of great use to you. And if you are in the office, you can still create a routine for yourself that's specific to the changes you're trying to make. So you mentioned the idea of not working out or not taking care of yourself enough. Well, how can you slowly integrate those changes into your work life right now, even if you're unable to cut your hours right away? Maybe it'll take a while for you to fully release the need to work as much as you do, but starting tomorrow, you can start taking better care of your health while working by doing things like packing a healthy lunch for yourself, working from a balance ball or a standing desk instead of sitting, or going for a quick walk or doing some quick exercises like squats or push-ups every hour. Again, the theme here is looking to create boundaries that support the changes you want to make. And as you've maybe gathered by now, even though I've kind of spoken separately about in-office and out-of-office, 
there's still a lot of room for crossover with these recommendations. Uh, A lot of them can be applied to either scenario. Maybe the best thing you can do for whether or not you're in the office is to create a starting and an ending ritual. So if your hours are 9 to 5, maybe you have a 10-minute meditation from 8.50 to 9, and then again from 5 to 5.10. Could be something even faster too, like, uh, like slapping one of those ridiculous red that was easy buttons. That would be just fine. Uh, <laughs> anything that you recognize as a clearly defined beginning and end that can involve as many of your senses and as much of your attention as possible, if even briefly. Anything like that would be great. So uh, that, that'll about do it for some of the outer work you might want to consider. And frankly, more of it can just be Googled. What's unique to you, though, and what will require some more introspection is what's going on internally and how adjustments can be made within. It's really critical to ask yourself questions about what might be motivating you to lean so much on work, even if you do find that only making exterior changes does help. The list of questions you could ask goes on and on as well, but some that come to my mind might include, what's waiting for you outside of work? All right, so have you designed a life that you'd normally be excited about? And if not, what can you schedule that you would look forward to? Or is there something outside of work that you're actively trying to avoid? If so, how can that be addressed in a healthy manner so you can stop hiding from it and bringing yourself pain in other ways, like working too much? Was there a time that it was easier for you to shut your work brain off? And if so, what changed around the time that that balance started to shift and fade the other way? And are there feelings of guilt about leaving work? Or maybe feelings of scarcity about money or productivity? Is there fear of not having value if you're not doing as much of the work that you love as possible? If so, how can any of these feelings be addressed? If any of those emotions feel like they might be a fit right now, I would say keep asking about them. Let's call it use guilt as the example. You might say, yes, I am feeling guilty. Why? Because my boss doesn't have enough help. Have I talked with him about ways I can help without being overworked? Etc. Just keep digging. As with all inner questioning, you might come to some conclusions that you weren't expecting, and it might take ongoing work, perhaps with a professional, uh, to better grasp how to heal. But hopefully, some of what I've said today can help you attack this debacle from some new angles and make some changes and discoveries for yourself. And thanks a lot to the asker for sending this one in. Like I alluded to towards the beginning of my response, This is definitely one of those questions that speaks to so many people. And by sending in these types of concerns, you are truly helping so many others that haven't quite found the push they need to ask for help, even if they do need it. So keep sending them in if you like what you hear on these Saturday episodes. Questions can be sent to advice at oldpodcast.com, and you'll definitely hear back from me. Happy to hear whatever you guys have to ask. But that's going to do it for today. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy your Saturday, folks. And if you come back tomorrow, you will hear a great post from Ingrid Y. Hellander on how we can better look at our feelings of worry. Another great episode about the relationships we have with ourselves. That's where your optimal life awaits.